Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 48 and we pray our way through four different subjects. Worship, Psalm 35, verses 1 through 10, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. In praying for our culture, we're going to have two sections. We're going to have an added section about the hurricane today. Let's get started. Our worship section today and all of this week has been about the fact that God is merciful. God is a God of mercy. Mercy is not getting what we deserve which is judgment, and instead getting what we don't deserve, which is eternal life in relationship with God. And we have two scriptures that we'll be looking at today. The first one is Daniel 9, 9, and it says, the Lord our God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. Hebrews 4, 16 says, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So let's go ahead and jump into prayer. Father, I'm so grateful to be here today. I'm so grateful that we have the ability to come before you in prayer. You are merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against you. When we were still enemies, you sent your son to die for us. When I was your enemy, you loved me. You have shown us mercy and forgiveness so that we can approach the throne of grace, your throne of grace with confidence. I can come before you today in confidence because I know that I will find mercy and grace to help us when I need it. And we need it every day. I honor you for that, for being a God of mercy today. I'm so grateful for that. As we go ahead with this prayer time, I pray that you would untwist my tongue and that you would guide us in our prayers. We have this huge hurricane crisis happening today, and I don't even know. It's overwhelming, and I don't even know how to pray for it. I know that you do. I know that your spirit will guide us through this time, and I rely on that. I depend on that today. In Jesus' name, amen. We start Psalm 35 today. We're in verses 1 through 10. Now, Psalm 35 is an individual lament, and it's an individual who has been falsely accused of a capital crime. The Hebrew word for fight when, it, when you'll hear the term fight those who fight me is a legal term that means make a case against or accuse. The psalmist also at, on occasion in this psalm uses military language. So that's where we are. It's titled A Prayer for Victory of David. And I'm going to read a stanza and pray a stanza. Read a stanza, pray a stanza. Oppose my opponents, Lord. Fight those who fight me. Take your shields, large and small, and come to my aid. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers and assure me I am your deliverance. Father, I am so, I don't know, I'm just grateful for your word today that you've given us everything we need, everything we need in your scripture. I'm so grateful for that. And I know that you will come to our aid when we need you. You will be there and you will come to our aid. And it's interesting that he says, take your shields large and small and come to our aid. Because sometimes we have these huge problems like this huge crisis that Hurricane Laura has called. But sometimes our problems are smaller, but there's still issues. We still have issues and you have shields large enough for a massive hurricane and small enough for my own personal hurts. I pray you would bring all of those shields to our aid. And I also love that this psalmist says, assure me that you are my deliverance. Because sometimes in the midst of those hurts and those crises, we lose track of the sight that you 
are our deliverance. And sometimes we doubt, even if we know that you are our deliverance. Assurance is always helpful. When I know that people love me, sometimes it's just good to hear it, right? And so, Father, I ask today for all of our hurts, for all of our crises, for all of those in the Gulf area battling this hurricane, I pray that you would bring your shields large and small, but that also you would assure people that you are their deliverance. The psalmist says, let those who intend to take my life be disgraced and humiliated. Let those who plan to harm me be turned back and ashamed. Let them be like chaff in the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Let their way be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. They hid their net for me without cause. They dug a pit for me without cause. Let ruin come on him unexpectedly and let the net that he hid to ensnare him, let him fall into it, to his ruin. Lord, this is a stanza where the psalmist is praying this for his enemies. And that's kind of, that's not the kind of approach that we like to take after in the time that we live in after the cross, because you tell us to pray for our enemies. So today I'm asking for this, for all of our spiritual battles that we face, for the spiritual storms that we are coming up against. Some of them are just as massive as Hurricane Laura, and some of them are small. And we need both your large and small shields in this area too. But I pray that the spiritual storms that we come against, that you would chase them down and disband them. You have complete control over the waves and the wind. And I'm talking metaphorically, the spiritual storms in our life, you have complete control over the waves and the wind. And I ask you to calm those right now. I ask you to chase them down, disperse them, make them disappear, fight them for us, overwhelm them and defeat them. The psalmist says, then I will rejoice in the Lord. I will delight in his deliverance and all my bones will say, Lord, who is like you, rescuing the poor from one too strong for him, the poor or the needy from one who robs him? Father, we rejoice in your, in your deliverance. We know that when we ask for your help, you will provide it. And we pray that today, that we need your help and that we will delight in your deliverance. All of my whole life will say, Lord, who is like you? You rescue the poor from one too strong for him. And that is a description of us. We are we are poor in spirit, and sometimes these spiritual storms that we are up against are too big for us. You rescue us. You rescue the poor and those in need, and we ask today that you would do that for us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're at our third section today. Now, our third section, for those of you who are new with us, is we pray for ourselves. And this week, we're focusing on something that sort of is a topic that the church doesn't talk about as much as the Bible talks about. And that is the love of money. And so we're praying for ourselves because scripture very clearly says that we are not to love money. Now, money is not the enemy. The love of money is the enemy. So we have two scriptures today, Ecclesiastes 5.10, which says, He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This is also vanity. Matthew 6, 19 through 21 says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Let's pray. Father, you tell us that this is a progression, that those who love money will not be satisfied with that, that those who love wealth will not be satisfied with his income and that this is worthless, that this is vanity. You say that where our treasure is, our heart will be. So I ask that you would 
open our eyes and open our hearts to any vestiges of the love of money and that you would chase it away, that you would make us aware of it, cause us to repent and pull us instead towards laying up treasure in heaven, that our hearts would be turned towards the things that we can do here on earth that will lay up treasure in heaven because we want our hearts to be set on you. We do not want our hearts to be set here on earth for the things that get destroyed, the things that have no eternal value. But pull us, draw us towards you, toward a heart that is beating in time for the things of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Culture. We are on the culture section next, and the first part of this will be just like normal. We are praying this week against overwhelm. So much stuff, right? And now hurricane crisis. So much stuff in our world today, and it is easy to get overwhelming. I was doing something last night, and I was just like, you know what? I just can't deal with one more news item. I just can't. Too many. I'm done. And so I want to pray for that because that's not, I'm not an isolated person in that. That's happening all over the place. We had school problems yesterday, online school problems. So just the small stuff in addition to the overall big stuff. I have two scriptures. Psalm 142.3a says, when I am overwhelmed, You alone know the way I should turn. And Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. So let's pray. Father, it's so easy for us to be overwhelmed right now. We're dealing with all kinds of stuff that we've just never had to deal with before. And so much change. So much change, so much turmoil, so many crises one after another. And we aren't used to that. We don't know how to handle that. And I know that a lot of us were overwhelmed before all of this stuff hit because of the pace that we live, the schedule that we keep, and the distractions that we have in our life. And so I ask that you would help us combat that overwhelm, that we would know that when we are overwhelmed, that you alone are the answer. You alone are the way we should turn. That When our eyes are on our circumstances, it's easy to get overwhelmed. But when our eyes are on you, we know that you have control over all of it. The Proverbs verse says, many are the plans in the mind of a man. And that is true. We all have plans. We all had plans at the beginning of the year. And even as fast as we make plans, new crises disrupt those plans. But no matter what we have going on in our mind, no matter what we had planned to do this year, no matter what we thought was going to happen, we know that your purposes will stand. No matter how many crises come up, No matter how many changes we have to deal with, no matter what the world looks like, the purposes of the Lord will stand. Your purposes will stand. And we can take comfort in that. We can anchor our lives to that. And we can know that those are the important purposes. All the plans I had may have been fun, may have been exciting, may have been good for us, may have been healthy, but they are not necessarily your eternal plans. But I know that your eternal plans your eternal purposes will stand. And I can trust that. Help me do that and help all of us across the nation do that. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're gonna do something a little bit different next. Usually I would be closing out the broadcast at this point, but usually we don't have a hurricane crisis. And so we are going to pray for all of those who are in the path of Hurricane Laura, those who have had lives devastated by this hurricane. I'm gonna do something a little bit different. If you have something that you want prayed for, let's do some interaction and pop that into the comments. So I'm going to pray for a little bit. I'm going to open up and look at the comment, open up my eyes and look at the comments, pray for a little bit, look at the comments. So as you think of things that we should pray for, as the Spirit brings those things to your mind, pop those right in there in the comments, and I will be sure to cover those as well as the things that are popping into my mind.
We have a verse today for this. It's Psalm 46.1. It's the one I posted on my page this morning. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. So I want to start there this morning. Lord, you promise that you are a present help in times of trouble. When we are struggling, you are there. And I ask for your presence in our trouble in the midst of this hurricane. Those who are behind it now, those who are right in the middle of it, and those in its path. Pray that you would be very present in your help. Pray that you would provide in ways that cannot be explained. Pray that you would protect in ways that cannot be explained. Pray that you would bring help and food and water and power faster than they thought possible in the wake of the hurricane. Pray right now. One of my followers asked this morning for prayers for the linemen, those who are out there working to restore power. This morning, there were 470,000 people without power, and I am sure that number is higher now. And so that is going to not only cause the people who are without power problems, but that's going to cause those linemen out there. It's a danger. It's dangerous work. And I just pray for their safety. I pray for their strength as they won't get as much sleep, as they are put in dangerous circumstances, as they're dealing with um, debris and homeowners and all of the things. I pray for their safety. I pray for their emotional strength and their physical strength. I pray that over the weeks and months to come, that those services are restored so much more quickly than can possibly be explained by natural causes. Pray that you would help people recover from this storm. Pray that as as there are businesses that have been washed and blown away, as there are town services that have been washed and blown away, as there are infrastructure needs, the roads and the bridges and all of those things, the, the physical infrastructure, that all of those are restored in ways that can't be explained, but that you would facilitate that with speed and with completeness, that there would not be areas left behind, that there would not be areas that weren't considered important enough to rebuild, that people would be able to rebuild their lives in ways that may not have been thought possible. Yes, Houston was Houston was lucky this time. And um, yeah, let's so let's pray for the continued people who are in our way as as continue. <laughs> Let's pray for the folks who still are yet to feel the effects of the storm because it's not going away. It is certainly lessening in strength, but it is not going away. We will be feeling it probably tomorrow a bit here. But there are those in Arkansas, particularly in northern Louisiana, who are going to experience still hurricane force winds. And it may be not a category four by that time, but it will still be it, it will still be dangerous. And so I pray for their safety. I pray that you would weaken this storm. I pray that, gosh, wouldn't it be amazing, Lord, if it just sort of miraculously broke up, that it it was so reduced in strength and volume that it was nothing more than a summer storm. That would be amazing. Do that. Or break up the storm in a way that can't be explained. Like I'm full of that word today, that it can't be explained by human knowledge. That the weathermen are like, I can't believe it, but the thing disintegrated without cause. That would be amazing. And I know that you can do that. Do it. (laughs) That would be awesome. If that's not your plan, then I ask that you would mitigate the, the damage that it goes in paths that seem to miss all the important, large, 
groups of people or infrastructure, that the damage it does is far less than what's anticipated, that it continues over land in the areas that have the least amount of effect on human life. Pray that you would continue to, to go before this storm and follow this storm with your presence and your comfort and your healing and your strength and the ability to recover. Anything else? Y'all drop in there if you got anything else for me. I guess right now I'm also just feeling for the business owners. We've been so hard hit. A lot of our businesses, mine included, have evaporated in the onslaught of COVID-19. And now we're going to have a whole slew of business owners who are now dealing with a loss of their buildings, a loss of their ability to do business for other reasons. And I just, I pray for them. I pray that they are given wisdom to know what steps to take next. I pray that people would turn to you for help instead of all of the other coping mechanisms that we have. I pray that you would bring, oh, healing isn't the right word, but restoration for those businesses, no matter what that looks like. Maybe it doesn't look like their business exactly looked like before, but I pray that you would bring restoration to them in a way that is better, in a way that is stronger, in a way that is just more and better and bigger than it was before. And I know as Nashville experienced a flood with this kind of rain that they're getting, we had a thousand year flood, I don't know what it's been, a decade ago, that the news cycle will move on. In the next few weeks, the news cycle, and with 2020 the way it's going, there will be another crisis and legitimate reason. The news cycle will move on, but the devastation will still be there. This kind of devastation requires time to recover from. And I pray that there would be people willing to help, willing to pray, willing to serve, willing to help this area recover long after the news cycle has moved on. I pray that you would bring specific people, that you would put put it on specific people's hearts to continue to pray, continue to work, continue to serve, continue to do things that will pour healing, restoration, and hope into these people who are affected. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. It has been an honor to join with you in prayer today. And as we as we close out here, I would invite you, if this has been encouraging to you, if you know of anybody else who would enjoy joining their hearts and their voices with us in prayer, we'll do this again on next Tuesday. We'll be back. If you are a podcast listener, subscribe and share it with a friend who might appreciate it as well. My heart is that as we do this, as we pray together, as we go through these scriptures, that you will grow in your prayer life and I will grow in my prayer life and that God will use these prayers to speak to your heart as he speaks to mine. Pray that he will answer these prayers, especially the ones that we prayed today in a mighty, mighty way. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are praying. Amen. Amen.